This is Sound in Season. It's Thursday, the 32nd day of Lent. Our passage today comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 17, 1 through 26. When Jesus had spoken these words, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him authority over all flesh to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory that I had with you before the world existed. I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world. Yours they were, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything that you have given me is from you. For I have given them the words that you gave me, and they have received them, and they have come to know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am praying for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. All mine are yours, and all yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. And I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. While I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I have guarded them, and not one of them has been lost except for the son of destruction, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. And as you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake I consecrate myself, that they may also be sanctified in truth. I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one just as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they may also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them, and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me, and love them even as you loved me. Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, may be with me where I am, to see my glory that you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, even though the world does not know you, I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I have made known to them your name, and I will continue to make it known that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
With his face set towards the cross, Jesus responds by praying to the Father, Glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you. How will Jesus be glorified at the cross? The cross will display his ability to satisfy the almighty wrath of the Father, whose worth and dignity and authority and justice are complete. In order for Jesus to satisfy the Father's justice against sin, justice owed for all the sins of his people at all times and in all places, the worth of Jesus must equal that of the Father himself. The cross not only demonstrates the incomparable worth of Jesus, it also demonstrates his incomparable love. Jesus does not satisfy the Father's wrath because he himself has violated the Father's holiness, but because his people have. Jesus places himself under God's displeasure against sin because he loves his people. Jesus prays for the Father to glorify him so that, in turn, he can glorify the Father. How does the death of Jesus glorify the Father? The cross glorifies the Father because at the cross, God keeps his word. God shows that if he says that sin will lead to death, it does. We are often tempted to bend the rules when they become inconvenient. God, however, shows that he will not bend the rules, change the boundaries, or redefine the terms. God is so committed to his own holiness that he does not spare his own son, but freely gives him up for us all. God puts Jesus forward as a sacrifice because his people's sins must be punished. God glorifies Jesus at the cross so that his people can be saved from the penalty of their sin. The death and resurrection of Jesus makes eternal life possible for his followers. And he defines eternal life as knowing God and knowing him, the one whom God sent. Jesus went to the cross so that his people could know God. By making his own character and purpose known, by living out what the Father sent him to do and accomplishing it all, Jesus has manifested the Father's name to us, making the Father known to us. Lord, hear our prayer and let our cry come to you. Let us pray. Lord God, you are God most high and you are God who draws near. You are holy and righteous and you cannot pardon sin. There must be a payment. You put forth Jesus Christ, your son, as the sacrifice for the sins of your people. Let us look to him who is our savior we so desperately need. On Jesus, you poured out the wrath that we deserve and on the cross, you made eternal life possible. Help us remember that Jesus went to the cross so that we can know you. We desire to draw near. Thank you for making a way. O Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.